0: Returned.
1: Oh, oh. Maybe. Hi.
0: Hello. Welcome. Hello, everybody. Ladies and we- gentlemen, to as you can see, a brand new episode of the Grand Slam podcast. And I'm here with my two lovely co-hosts, Will from South Texas and Robin.
2: And we are reporting live from Butte, Montana. That's <laughs> right, Butte <laughs> Montana.
0: <laughs> No, I've never been to Montana, but this looks, uh...
1: It's nothing special. Oh. Um, Hey, Butte (laughs) is special. Did you know that uh, one of the most uh, uh, famous events in Butte uh, was uh, uh, a labor riot of 1914? And, uh, the Anaconda Copper Mining Company, uh, uh, was in a scuffle with the laborers there, and, uh, you know, uh, since Butte was never a labor <laughs> town, uh, you know, that's, that's a pretty, uh, it's, it's never a company town, rather, it's a pretty, uh, significant event, and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, that, that happened, and, uh. The 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 motto for Butte is the richest hill on earth. Uh. uh so uh, you know that's it's also the something. home of uh, of, of e- evil Knievel.
3: Oh, evil! And evil we
1: want to we want to thank uh, Bert Mooney Airport for getting us here <laughs> safely. And, uh, <laughs> we also uh we also want to uh you know uh thank the uh over 33,525 citizens of butte for welcoming us as we landed at the airport today they thought we were a country western singer but they found out (laughs) we were just podcasters and they said ah fuck it we already fried up the chicken and uh, we've got the banners out. Let's have a party. And we drank for three days. Uh, we don't know what we drank. We were told it was special. And uh, <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> I, I can no longer see. And what? Robin is deaf.
0: Robin's gotten. I...
1: What's going on? I'm confused. But we're in Butte. So thank you, Butte and all of your lovely. And I can apparently lives. read lips. Yes. Well, uh,
2: thank you, Butt. <laughs> <laughs> Even is though this? I'm just looking at a picture of Will, and he's not moving.
1: And my eyes are on fire. They are um, on fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: oh. Edgar. Uh oh yes. Um. So yes, we got we got uh some stuff to talk about, but of course before we get to. The uh the show that we're gonna discuss today, um some uh some gaming news of course some gaming news happened,
2: gaming and movie technically.
0: True, true. Oh, yeah, yeah. True, yeah. Tech- yeah. <laughs> um, which was as some of you saw was Nintendo's uh n- recent Nintendo Direct and. They showed a lot of stuff there and I want to go through certain some of the highlights because I know for me personally I can understand if like a lot of people weren't super super hyped for this or like they weren't like entertained as much with this but I know for me personally as it got like closer and closer to like the end it got much better for me personally so um I want to start off with uh wh- what was the highlight for me that showed was my boy Kirby. My boy Kirby, as you can see here, look at this bi- this big uh puffball, pink puff ball. Uh he's finally Kirby getting- is
1: actually 93% marshmallow. That is a fact, a scientific fact.
0: He's he's a marshmallow, he's also uh
2: conducted by our very the very proud uh butte
1: scientists. That's, that's right, right. <laughs> the scientists, no longer the butte of jokes yes um because Butte is spelled butt with a knee that's the funny part of the joke i'm going to analyze this joke like the scientists in butte we will um
0: the other 10 percent of kirby is cheese yes captain Vulgar. we are getting
2: all of our scientific research as well as other factoids during this Mm. podcast straight from the citizens of butte montana um
0: because yeah, so, so yes he's is he's, he's a percent of uh of marshmallow a percentage of cheese he's also a percentage of a god and percentage of just a, a young kid. I and, just
2: got a note here. Uh, just passed it from uh Will. Just passed it to me. Just slid it across the the the
1: uh, the table. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Is this is this newsroom? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, and, uh, boy, howdy, sometimes you hate to see it. Uh, <laughs> I got my, uh, mic pulled, uh, because I <laughs> attempted to talk over Robin and our manager, we have a manager now, uh, yes. pulled my mic. Uh, we want to thank Steve from Butte. <laughs> uh steve from butte who volunteered his time to be our manager he does not get paid we want to stress that heavily uh we but are currently all three of us my pointing mic. at him <laughs> yeah we're all pointing at him and uh <laughs> he pulled my mic because i was attempting to talk over robin and steve i know you're new around here but that shit happens all the time and, that, but, and it wait. is not gonna fly and it's all. not it's not gonna fly at all but Did uh dee, 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 newsroom with Robin Robin
0: Oh, um, he's got papers
1: I was just past
2: this a little while ago. Um it seems that the the um neighboring state of Idaho is furious that we are not there
1: instead we are in Butte. Oh, oh. Uh, and y'all can't hear it because we 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 actually have uh we we got a little money uh yes. and I know what Okay. We got a a little money, and what we bought with the money was noise dampeners so that you could only hear our voices and not anything in the background. And the citizens of Butte, when we said that Idaho was mad at us, they just went, eh, fuck them. But not like angrily, (laughs) like dejectedly, like, nah, fuck them. Like they were used but, to this before, so they're they, just kind of like they were used to it. <laughs> always complaining about what Butte's got. Butte's the best city in the world. What do they, they got? They just, like got which... <laughs> they just got potatoes. They just got potatoes. They got potatoes, and okay, honestly, some beautiful, some beautiful landscapes. We can all agree, but but we're Butte, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the shining star of the world for culture. And jobs. <laughs> <laughs> that's why... That's why we're... In Butte. That's why we're the <laughs> richest hill on Earth. That's right. Butte. Oh. <laughs> I just got handed this piece of paper. And uh, it said uh, there uh, that uh, we... We, we need to cut down on the butte jokes because the people uh, the people are finding it a little offensive. But
2: uh, let's well, just um, know, we'll move on, I guess.
1: We'll move <laughs> on, I guess, <laughs> Edgar. Uh, Edgar, uh, you were talking about the Nintendo. Y-
0: yes, uh I was uh, talking about uh, Kirby, which is called the, For- the Lost Lands. I think that's what it's called, Kirby. It's a new Kirby game, but not just any Kirby game. Um, it's a three D platformer. Kirby it's game. it's the first. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> I, I, looked, <laughs> I, I looked. up Kirby because I was like, "Let me look up Kirby." And one of the images it shows is Kirby with like very buff legs and arms. Oh yes. Oh, <laughs> in natural form. Oh, there we go. It's Kirby Wait, the. Fr- have
1: we determined the gender of Kirby? Like we say, him is it a is it a
0: he? Yes, or is Kirby, I believe.
1: Is, is Kirby more like a from
0: feeling? from you know? what, from what from from <laughs> from, from, from what? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: is Kirby more like a feeling? <laughs> I got a feeling, Kirby. tonight's gonna be a
0: kirby but uh uh, from what uh from what father sakurai says since he's a creator of kirby he calls him a he most of the time we see him so uh i guess so he's now we know yeah but it's called kirby the forgotten the forgotten land and it's basically The Last of Us Part Three, Forgotten but land,
1: which of course is a reference to Butte, Montana. <laughs> oh my god!
0: Anyway. It's it's is the, the Kirby the Lost Land is basically it looks like The Last of Us Part Three, but it takes place in Kirby's perspective, and um, we don't know <laughs> we don't know much of it other than it's gonna be it's finally it looks like what we a lot of like Kirby fans have been wanting, which is branching out from just the 3d 2d like the 2d aspect of it but give it that like more of like a free roaming thing not much of an open world but like like a bigger 3d environment to play around and that's what it looks like and the game looks kind of fun looks like it's trying to amp up with um, some bigger like some cooler boss fights and of course if you know kirby lore you know oh most all a lot of the times the ending of the games are always some really creepy shit so the way this, and especially since this, how we know what the setting is in this game, is gonna be some really fucking weird shit. Um, it's because one of the I forgot what one of the enemies was, but like one of the enemies is basically like a demonic god or something like that, and uh, it could separate and basically they they're fighting with like galaxies and shit that could destroy the entire universe and stuff. But uh um, I
2: know, all I know is that I'm excited for it. Um same really here. Decided for a Kirby game before.
0: Oh yeah. Especially since Star Allies just was really playing. It was playing safe. And this one looks like that they're really going out for the risk, trying something new. And I am like, hell yeah, give me that. Give me that good shit. Give me that good Kirby shit, bro. And uh the next one, the other big highlight they had was um they talked about their online Nintendo online more of their like gaming oh. the service that they give for the games and yeah, they lost my shit on this was- <laughs> they uh they announced um N- n64 games about like, which is about time and not only did they announce that they also announced sega genesis games which that like took me for a loop i was like what the fuck Sega Genesis? and i was like oh that's kind of cool still but the n64 one was really cool because like it's like Hell yeah, give us what we fucking wanted. Like, some N64 games. Poorly, Hopefully... Poorly aged <clears throat> thing. Uh, it would be
2: with uh, Sega Genesis uh, ads where it's like, Sega does what Nintendo don't. <laughs> and then now... Uh,
0: and now they're in a Nintendo Online system.
2: They're on Nintendo Online, yeah.
0: And the the games that they have on the lineup is pretty solid. is pretty solid. And especially that they're sh- they're saying that they're going to continue adding more games like they did with like the NES online and the SNES online. So I'm like, hell yeah. And one of the games they, they, they put this at the end of like, Oh, here's some of the games that are coming in the lineup for the N64 online. And as it scrolls down and it's sliding there, I'm like, Oh cool. Uh, Mario tennis is uh, Mario golf is coming in. It's like, Oh damn, like all this stuff. And then, Paper Mario comes out, and you're like, pretty cool. And then at the end of it, they show Banjo-Kazooie, which that's the first time Banjo has come back on a Nintendo system for a long-ass time. I always thought they were going to bring it, like, with the Rareware collection they were going to get, but I'm like, holy shit, even Xbox acknowledged it, Rare acknowledged it, like, through posts on Twitter, and I'm really excited for that, because I'm just like, I wonder, like, what other... Rare games that they add.
2: Also, they also announced uh, wireless controllers for uh, the Switch. Two of them, one of them being Nintendo 64 wireless wireless controller, and the other being a uh, Sega Genesis wireless controller. But it's the the first version of it, not the the one with the uh, six buttons. This one only has three.
0: Mm, yeah that's the that's the one that they had and i think I, I most likely i'll probably pick up the i'm probably gonna pick up the n64 wireless controller because that kind of looks cool i'm just like okay why not I'll just get, I'll, I'll purchase it look that looks damn cool i just kind of hope and, and and what's cool about it is they're also adding online multiplayer so you could actually play the one of the games that i have is mario tennis and Mario Kart 64, which those I believe you could be able to play those online, um, locally or online, which is pretty fucking cool.
2: If they do banjo tooie um, I don't know. I don't know if Banjo-Kazooie. I can't remember if Kazooie had multiplayer, but I know banjo tooie did.
0: Mm-hmm. Ooh. so
2: that's something
1: Oops. to think about. Of like True oh, that. Shit.
0: Oh man! If they we're uh, gonna
1: meet up at Robin's place and we're all gonna do, uh, uh, we're gonna duke it out multiplayer. On... Yeah, we're, I'm gonna be the bird uh, or possibly the monkey. I wish Robin's they... gonna be the fox.
0: Oh, you know what that means? They might also, hopefully, they add um Diddy Kong Racing.
2: Thinking of Diddy Kong Racing, but also I hope that they add the first uh, Smash Bros game.
0: Ooh, Smash Bros, Mario Party. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are games that like that's so they're because they're already adding uh, the first lineup is Mar it's uh, Mario Kart sixty four Super Mario sixty four and- Ocarina of Time Star Fox sixty four which that has also multiplayer and- Mario. So, so t-
2: as much as I would love to see Golden it probably won't happen because they couldn't get the rights for it for the uh, rare replay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if it'll happen for uh for. This one. I wanted to. Robin, are you um, eating
3: a bowl of cereal? No.
2: I'm eating shrimp Diablo.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, that's just rude. Man, I want some now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I don't care if anyone else wants some, but I want some. You know what? No. Uh this is the point of the thing where we do the thing about what Robin's eating. Hey Robin, please oh. describe the food. Well, it's uh it's a shrimp diablo.
3: Yeah.
2: With uh, with a spaghetti. Uh-huh. Spaghetti pasta with um shrimp, sp- spinach, some mm. diced onion,
3: some garlic. Um I don't know what the sauce is. I think it's diablo sauce apparently. But is I think it... it's a ve- I think it's vegetable broth. Ooh. Mm. Um
2: and uh with some, I think, I think, because it's Diablo, it probably it has some chili flakes in it. Mm. Um, I added some more garlic powder on it because I, when it comes to Italian dishes, I like for my stuff. Um,
0: you you like
1: what on your stuff? I gotta interrupt you. I got just got this piece of paper here. Uh, oh. The people of Butte want to know: Do you have enough for the rest of the town?
2: Um, I don't know, uh, Steve. Steve is
1: shaking his head violently. Uh-oh. Okay, sorry, Butte. No uh, shrimps, Diablos for Okay. So Oof. extra garlic powder, you said. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Extra garlic powder. I like to do that on, on, on almost all Italian
2: dishes. Like, um, Italian. Okay.
1: Well, that was a good What's Robin eating. Uh, back to the thing we were talking about. Something about. Uh,
0: uh, Jigglypuff and games. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, they could um. Danger?
1: Uh,
0: as I was as I was saying, I'm like, there's like there's a lot of other multiplayer games they could add. You could add the, pokin tournament, um, pokin tournament. Uh, Pokemon call, uh, Pokemon po- Stadium. Yeah, Pokemon Stadium. Like they could add those. I know they already have in their lineup. Uh, Mario Golf. They have. Um, Majora's Mask they got F-Zero and that's gonna be some fun F-Zero online hell yeah yep. but I think like this would be like the best time they add a lot of their multiplayer because that's what the N64 yeah. originally was known for for they they were known for like their multiplayer uh aspect of the games
2: yeah and before before we move on to to the last to the last thing that they announced the big the big news they did announce two things they did announcements for announcements
0: um, oh yeah! <laughs> one of them being
2: the announcement for the final Smash character that mm-hmm. will be coming out in October, and then an announcement for a new uh,
0: Animal Crossing Direct. Animal
2: Crossing Direct, um, which is going to be in
0: October. The for me,
2: sa- I had, I had a problem with it mostly because it's like, if you're not going to show anything, why, why are you just why why not just post on social media that like, hey, we're there, here comes a thing.
0: I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, I know that it in a direct. Those, those 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 the seconds those couple of seconds were weird. I was like, huh, I knew the Smash Brother one, I felt like that would I was like kind of fine. The Animal Crossing was like, okay, that's kind of interesting. Like, I'm kind of surprised that they're having their own direct, so that means. I'm kind of hoping that means that they have more to show than just announcing that they're bringing back the cafe because I'm like it 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 they if it was if it was just a cafe they could have just had on their direct but if they are I, if if they have the Animal Crossing direct they sh- I feel like they have something more to show.
2: I have a feeling that because of the the, the Smash Bros thing cuz it's the last last uh, character reveal thing mm. it's the, the they're making it their own its own thing because it's the last one.
3: Oh yeah, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> also, I think like it's gonna be a pretty big character. The fact that they're putting like it's its own thing. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: because I know um, that's what they did for Smash for this Wii U when they because they did like uh, they announced it during Direct as well. Hence why I'm not really that kind of annoyed when they said, "Oh, like hey, we're announcing it." Uh, Sakurai presents like at, at October fifth. Cause I'm just, they did that like on the last time, at like not last year's direct. It was back in the Wii U era. That's when when they announced a uh, cloud for Smash. They're like, hey, on December we're gonna show the final character for Smash, and obviously for Wii U everyone knew the last character that was uh, what's they called that it was Bayonetta. So this one it's like, if they're doing that, I'm I don't think it's I I'm I'm really hoping because I'm really hoping it's not a Pokemon uh
2: I'm um, hoping it's Master yeah. Chief. I'll be perfectly honest. I'm, I might hoping it's oh, either I'm, him or I'm it's hoping Doom it's Ride.
1: Tiny from uh Clay Fighters. Clay Fighters.
0: From the N64 yeah. era.
1: That No, was... that Clay Fighters was from uh was was from the Super Nintendo era. Um now they made one I think for the uh N64 but mm-hmm. um the second one. But no, Tiny or, uh, there, you know, there, there were several other good characters you could use, uh, from Clay Fighter, but, um, Tiny was probably, oh, Ooh, evil, evil, uh, Mr. Snowman, I think. Bad yeah, Mr. Frosty main, was his name. The main character. And then, uh, well, not main character, you know, Helga. Mm. Helga, a, a heavy set Viking opera singer. She's mm. fun. Or, oh. uh, you know? What the hell? It was made by Interplay. They're the same guys Play who fighter? made
2: Yeah, they're the same guys who made for the, the first two Fallout games. Or the fir- the Fallout One, Two and uh, Brotherhood of Steel. No, no. Sorry. Not Brotherhood of Ste did they do Brotherhood of Steel? No, they didn't. That was a bad one though. But um mm. they did Fallout
1: One, Two and Fallout Tactics. Tactics? Yeah okay all i'm saying is that it would be funny if there was a clay fighter in 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 the game it'd be fun
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i I think i don't know what character i would like i think the the ones that i want are very not obscure but like have i don't think they have any chance of being in there um i think
1: we could get pong
0: pong's already pong's an assist trophy
1: no 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 no. i mean as a fighter.
0: He's an assist... but <laughs> I mean, at the same time... It's just,
1: we, it's, just two, it's just two lines with an orb in the middle, and sometimes yeah. it shoots the orb and punches with well, the it's, orb.
0: Well, it's because he he's an assist trophy, meaning that he, whenever in the game, when you pick up an assist trophy, he he has a chance of popping out. So he's already like a quote-unquote fighter, but not a fighter because he's an assist trophy, just like how Waluigi's an assist trophy. So, unless they, unless they, they, because <laughs> that's how, like, I feel like if that's what it is, if they do break out of it and be like, hey, we're going to get an assist trophy to go in there, because hell, I would, I would love if they had a Shovel Knight as a fighter, but I'm so, I, but he's an assist trophy, so I'm, 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 I'm bummed about that, but uh, it's like a man could dream, Um, but a big, a big character, it could, it could be Crash, it could be Master Chief, it could be, any character it could be like, Doom Guy is a big one too. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kinda hope he just brings something like like it's like a crazy character, like it could be a I feel like it would be cool if it's an obscure character or Q- something Q- like Qbert. Q- 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 I,
2: Q- 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 I feel like he's an isn't he a, an assist trophy as well?
0: No, I think, think
2: it's something else. No, that's
0: someone else. There's uh, a I, I
2: all Qbert Q- does is hop.
0: Because I, I know he, I feel like they made, didn't they make the Kubrick map like a a fighting stage? No, you're you're imagining that Kubrick never had a stage. (laughs) The one you're probably thinking is the 3DS version of Pac-Man stage, which should have been in the it should have been in the fucking game. But I don't know why he put Pac-Man PacLand two whatever the fuck that, uh, that map is, it's like one of the worst maps. He could have put the 3DS Pac-Man stage, which would have been a thousand hey. times better. But...
2: Anyway, we could go on and on forever. Yeah.
0: I, I For me, it's on like... On yeah. My Just character, to play, I would... I'm gonna
1: ask you to stop.
0: <laughs> uh, for me, it's like... Uh, I would, I would like Ratchet and Clank in the game. I feel like they've been a co- uh, cool, um, like Sony oh, just rep.
1: Ratchet, no Clank.
0: <laughs> but they're, they're they're a duo. It's, it it's would be
2: Clank th- and not Ratchet.
0: <laughs> or help. <laughs> I would. I would love. Um, I would. I would be flipping my shit if it was Kratos. But I know that's never going to happen.
2: Uh, I. The, that'd be funny. Like that's how they introduce each <laughs> the fucking like. Um,
0: the Greek choir. Thing. <laughs> oh man, I would fl- I would be flipping my shit. I probably might. I like, might. I might shed it. A- great- like, I might. Sh- I like. I literally. I might shed like a tear of like I they do. Like, I just like go into the void when I
2: said that. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's,
1: well, uh, someone's
0: But me. I do. I do like that idea, Captain <laughs> Volker, where they do a ratchet and clink, and then like it's a riveting kit as well. Like it's like skin swaps that would be really dope especially they use a lot of move that from their uh previous stuff because they have a cool variety they have a variety of weapons that you could use and i feel like that would make them like a really fun character same thing with kratos especially since he's also kind of like especially the the original trilogy of of god of war the way that he plays would fit like really well it would be similar to how bayonetta plays in smash brothers so the only thing is
2: that like i mean that would be cool um it's just that i don't think playstation would be willing to give you know
0: oh yeah i, I yeah obviously this is just like this is just my dream characters yeah. and uh, what
1: about homer he, simpson from the game uh
0: hit and the, run hit and run? Hit and
1: run yeah and it'll be like the pokemon where you can switch them out randomly and it's like marge, oh you get homer and then you get, and then you get marge and then you get uh grandpa
0: that would be. That would. That would. That map. would. That would break the internet because people would Turn be like, up! because because they, they're not video game characters. They're from a TV show. But it, no, I they feel are like
1: video game characters because they were in a video game. Just like Harry Potter is a video game
0: character. They're no, Ron but. Solo is video <laughs> <game characters. laughs> yeah Um, that same there like that's also another dream character of mine is a doom guy my other one i would love a mortal Kombat character in smash brothers i I feel like that would be so cool
2: that would be cool but it would just be it'd be kind of weird
0: what do you mean the whole roster smash brothers is weird
2: (laughs) no but like specifically for a mortal Kombat with their fight with fighting style and like comparing it to like uh to to it makes sense for Street Fighter to be in it because there's not you know
1: you're not gonna be used to seeing blood and gore and shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, when, if, uh, if, if, well, if you play, well, <laughs> ripped the spine out of Mario. I think that might might be an, an issue.
0: <laughs> no, well, I know. Well, if it's if they add him in, obviously, I know how there's gonna be a workaround with it because Bayonetta. It's an M rated game. She is like if you play her games, they're M rated. And That's they have tomato. her in the in the game, because <laughs> Robert, you're like it'd be weird. I'm like they have M-rated characters. They have Solid Snake in the fucking game. They have Bayonetta. Tomato, they, tomato they, <laughs> <tomato>. <laughs> they got they got Solid Snake in there. I'm like that you know, that kind of that. that back, he
4: just backs down, Yeah, <laughs> <like> bitch.
0: Because <laughs> i just like when it was like I don't know that kind of like triggered my brain because I'm like there's a lot of like M-rated characters in Smash Brothers like Bayonetta and Metal Gear Solid. It's like. That's wait, what. Wait,
1: wait, wait. what if they? What if one of the cars from Daytona USA was? On- <laughs> <laughs> Smash. You just oh my! G- into people. Just, oh, that would be. Another pass. You gotta get for pit stop. Oh, no. Here comes
2: uh, here comes Dale Dale Earnhardt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my! Stop God. it! Oh my God, that'd be great. <laughs> I'm just, my the other character. I think like it would be a left field. Just add a GTA character. Just do it.
1: Wait. What about bass from Bass Fisherman 2004?
0: <laughs> what is that? The bass? Would you, it's like a the fish. Game. Oh, the fit of a fucking fish? A it's fucking fish. Game. It's just a bass. It's just, it's, it's, yeah, you know. <laughs> just a oh. fish. Just out of... do it, Sakurai. Out of fish in the game
1: wait 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 um actually what was the game you can get it on the switch now because they have the things where robin you can help explain where it's old games that they have on the well, switch I, yeah, for free but which game and right? what game are you well, talking no, I, just, I wanted to ex- oh my god i wanted <laughs> to explain what it was before we got to the actual thing from ghouls and goblins or whatever oh it's oh uh, um, the guy the guy that gets random. like you you get uh you're in the suit of armor oh king arthur yeah yeah and he and he gets all the like there's all those random like weapons and things and you can just like is it arthur yeah his name his his name's arthur
0: yeah his name's arthur Arthur, because he's because i know (laughs) because i know he's in um the the knight knight arthur is in um marvel versus capcom now he's been in those games I'm thinking, put put Arthur. Arthur. Arthur, <laughs> <laughs> Arthur Reed from the
2: PBS show.
0: Arthur. Dude, you can. We can have. We could have the. We can have a badass stage with Arthur. It's like his neighborhood, and you see all his friends: Binky, Buster. Uh, They're just uh, seeing him getting the beat, the crap beaten out of him. Oh my friend. god, that would be a funny trailer. Where it's like it's not him like winning the fight; it's him getting his ass kicked by everyone. He doesn't win. There's no happy ending. And I said, hey, hey, what a wonderful kind of day. Boom, Will you get your ass kicked every day. Montage
2: of him
1: getting
0: the shit (laughs) beat (laughs) up. Oh, that's great. So,
1: Killing uh, Donkey Kong, hooray.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But before we get to the final one that got me really excited was there was another game that they showed off that got me really excited because I'm personally... I'm a huge Splatoon fan, and I love that they were showing a lot of more stuff of Splatoon 3. There was still no release date, but they showed they showed gameplay, and they showed a lot. Of, there was, like, new weapons, new, like, new specials that you could save up and do, where, like, you could, like, now sling through the walls. There's, like, a dried crab robot that you could ride around, and it'll shoot paint. I don't know if that's a special or it's an actual weapon. <clears throat> Excuse me. If that's a weapon, holy shit. I'm like that's super cool. And It looks like they're. It's like they're. I don't know what other mechanics will add. The single player looks interesting though, because um, as also like as you can tell, I've said it multiple times in the show. I'm not a big fan of shooters. I'm not like an FPS kind of guy. I like certain ones like Doom or Wolfenstein or like certain fun ones like uh, uh, Unreal Tournament. But Splatoon is like a third person shooter game where you don't you don't have to kill the squids. But you can. You, it's the goal is to paint the whole area, and whoever has the most paint, um, you know, wins wins the match. And for some reason, that game just hooked the. It hooked me, and I fucking love that game. And I pl- I put a lot of hours in Splatoon two, just like I did with Tetris ninety nine. And man, I am so excited for Splatoon three.
1: Tetris that would be a great one to add to a uh, 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 Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers, because you, you just you, you just Blocks. Well, that, that,
0: (laughs) not gonna lie, Will, not gonna, I'm not gonna lie, I would fucking be happy if they added him, uh, added a Tetris piece as a fighter. I'd fucking love that.
2: It's just a walking piece, piece.
0: I would be, I would laugh, but I would like freak out. I'm like, hell yeah, Tetris representation. And then some dope ass music from Tetris. That then you have that Russian song coming, but yes, uh, this there it looks like they're finally they're actually gonna make like a very more like a meteor, uh, fleshed out single player, especially after the DLC they released, uh, for the Octolings, uh, uh, pack that they released for Splatoon Two, where it did a more fleshed out story, especially and it look and the way that the game looks and where it takes place. It's it's literally after, um, like, one of the uh, matches and uh, big events that they had in Splatoon 2 that was going to be the result of a Splatoon 3, from what I've heard and people's theories and stuff. But I'm fucking excited for Splatoon 3. I know I might be alone on this, but I've, I'm fucking excited for Splatoon 3. And then, of course, we get to the final game. Now, if you're me, you like Platinum Games. They made a wonderful 101. They've made Astral Chain. And, you know... You watched, this, you watched it, and it shows some towers and stuff, and I see the tower that says 101. I'm like, wonderful 101 too? Like, are they doing another wonderful 101? And then I see Platinum's, like, name in, like, one of the poster boards. I'm like, oh, shit, it's a Platinum game. I'm like, wait a minute. Is this what I think it is? Are they finally going to show the game? And then, you know, as it goes, and you see military people, and I'm like, wait, is this, like, this weird game they were trying to rumor a long while ago? And uh, it just keeps on going. You see these weird monsters that come out, and I'm like, "Wait, what the hell's going on?" I'm like, it can't be what it is, because I'm like, "That's too good to be true." And as it and, and as it continues going on. Um one of the monsters, like, you know, they're killing these uh these military guys, and then one of one of the monsters is about to hit again, but they get shot, and I'm like, yo! I'm like, since is, it, it is that is coming back, and then it turns out and they do what they do is twist on you. It's the astral chain dog, and I'm like, what the fuck? Astral chain two? Why are they making that before Bayonetta three? And then And when you try to slash which time uh, was triggered and she comes out from behind and kills the monster. And we finally see Bayonetta in action for Bayonetta 3 and they showed some gameplay. And oh my God, I am fucking excited. Finally, as since 2017 at the Game Awards, 20 fucking 17. At the Game Awards, when Reggie announced Bayonetta three, that was the last time we heard anything from the game. Other than that, we just heard from the producers and the creators from the game saying like, "Oh, it's, it's we're in good production, we're doing good." And a lot of people were like, "If they weren't, sh- if they never showed, uh, if they did not show Bayonetta three, then something must have been wrong." And. Th- They finally showed it. There's, like, some new... It's, like, the gameplay is fucking great. Bayonetta's outfit looks badass. She looks cool as hell. And one of the new things that I saw that they added into this game is now that um because they had like these specials at um like toward in like bayou 2 i believe where like these giant like you get one of these like these special monsters that attack for like t- like a finishing move but now this one it looks like you can have kaiju fights so like you have that um one of her big monsters i forgot the name then you have like that bird and then you have the giant spider that has like a scorpion tail that comes out at the end of it and Ooh man, the gameplay looks super clean. I kind of wish that they Nintendo made us Nintendo Switch Pro just to so we could have it look visually much better. But I'm still gonna pick. That's day one pickup, and they announced it comes out in 2022. No like concrete date around what 2022. I really hope it's early or like in the summer because I mm, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna but I'm going st- to go back and play some Bayo 1 and 2 to refresh myself and go in. But yes, I've heard a lot of theories of, um. there's like a theory going around that I won't say um about Bayo 3 of like how she looks and who she is or and all that stuff. But it's like some people say like, okay, I agree with that. Other people are like, no, it can't be that. But there's a lot of theories with those. But 2022, it comes out and I'm so fucking ready. I'm ready to play as Bayonetta. Hell fucking yeah. I'm super excited. Sorry, I just had a rant about that too. <laughs> just like Kirby, I was like, I was super hyped for that. <laughs>
3: so, have
2: one movie news that surprisingly...
0: Oh. oh yeah, we I forgot. We skipped through the whole thing. But uh, also during the direct, Mr. Shigeru Miyamoto comes in and he's all like, Hey everybody, I'm Shigeru Miyamoto. I made Mario. And we're like, is he going to announce a Mario game? He's like, recently I'm working with the company Illumination. I'm like, oh shit, he's going to talk about the movie? or we getting the trailer one? And he's like, well, we had, we can't show you nothing yet, but we have the announcement. The movie comes out in December of 2022. Forgot what day. But he's all like, since we don't, we're not. They,
3: they, they, they only
0: said uh, December they No, they, I don't think no, they, they said it. it was December 20-something, 2022. Because they said that's the North American 22nd. release. 22nd? Yeah. That's the North American release. The European and Japanese releases they haven't got, they haven't announced those yet. But for the North American, they did, and they said like, okay, so while we're here, we don't have like much. To sh- we don't have any footage to show you yet until later on. But we do want to show you guys the cast for the movie, and um, let's, uh, let's let's uh, let's I want to. This is what like uh, we all want to talk about. <laughs> um, so. Mr. Miyamoto, I guess he uh, likes uh, uh, these movie stars and he added them. Some of them are cool. Some of them are kind of like um, <laughs> uh, what the fuck. But let's start. Let's you know, let's start off with the first one they showed off, which l- broke the Internet by storm. And I was laughing my ass off when I heard this. Um, so you guys wonder, um, oh, is Charles Martinet gonna come back and uh voice Mario? No. Um, he's only gonna be there for cameos and surprise stuff that we don't know yet, but that's what Miyamoto said. Um so everyone's like, oh, so who's gonna play Mario? It's like it's gonna be someone uh, you know, who's got the accent or something that like similar like that, something like to how from the Mario 1 movie, um I'm so sorry I can't I can't remember the guy the man's the beautiful man's name. Who played Mario Bob and Mario Brothers? Bob yeah, Hopskins, on. yeah, yeah. Um, but no, we're not getting someone like that. Not, not Danny, Danny DeVito either. Nope, he's not in it. Chris Pratt is voicing Mario. Uh,
1: you know, famous short, rotund, Italian, mustached man, Chris Pratt.
0: The guy from that. <laughs> For being
1: short, rotund, Italian, and mustache.
0: <laughs> the guy who who's been in the Jurassic Park movies. Who's fucking Star Lord is playing Mario? <laughs> I just, I was like, what? What in the fuck? What in the fuck? And and, and it doesn't stop there. You want to know who play? Who's playing his brother Luigi? Which I'm not gonna lie, made I'm me laugh at, too. I'm,
2: I'm, I'm not mad oh, about this. Up. Yeah, I'm
0: not. I'm not John mad, John mad at that John at all. Up, right? It's uh, it's it's fucking Charlie Day. You know. From it was always sunny in Philadelphia. That man. Yeah, that That was. To be
1: honest,
0: yeah, that's the one that I'm like, okay, I'm excited to see that one because it's like, it's that was just I was laughing at that too, but I'm like, okay, I'm like, I want to see where that goes, but then then everyone's wondering, but who's gonna play Princess Peach? It's like, who's gonna play the voice of Princess Peach? I played with this one too. I'm well, wondering. well, well. Let me get to who it is, Robin. Yeah, it's. I
2: know,
0: but... Let me tell the people who it is. It's Anya Taylor Joy. You know the the recent. I believe the recent Golden Globe winner for the um, for Queens Gambit. She was also in um, Robert Eggers' The Witch. Um, if, if anyone remember um, remembers that, because I do. She was in Emma. It was is a movie from twenty twenty. She was. Oh, she was also in. She was also in *The Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance*, the Netflix show, which I'm so sad that they canceled. I wish they could have continued it. But she's been in a lot of things, a lot of like pretty decent stuff. Um, she's playing Princess Peach. It's it was I'm like, look, I'm not bad. I'm mad at that choice. It's just bizarre that they got her for it. I that wasn't my first thought. They would have gotten for Princess Peach. I was like, what? I I just laughed at that too. But then. You're like okay, so we got those. And who's uh who's gonna play the big baddie? Who's gonna be the big baddie, the Bowser? Who's gonna be playing Bowser? Who's gonna have that menacing voice? Or who, what are we, what are they gonna do with Bowser? Well, it's none other than uh, <laughs> Jack Black is playing Why Bowser. Wasn't Jack Black Mario. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's kind of true. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, I'm I, not gonna lie. One of the things that I think they are going to do in the movie, there's going to be a musical number with Bowser, especially since it's Jack Black. They're going to have some sort of musical number with him. It's so hard to picture Bowser with Jack Black's voice. I can't picture that. It's kind of hard. Same thing with Chris Pratt. It's really hard to picture Chris Pratt's voice as Mario. And... It doesn't stop there, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you wonder who's gonna voice Toad? You know that very annoying uh, "Hi, I'm Toad." You know that kind of voice. Um, it's it's none other than Kean Michael Key. You know, he's <laughs> voicing Toad, which I'm also fine with. It's which it's weird.
2: I think will be funny because my fr- uh, uh, other will notice that it would be funny if he just did it.
1: Voice. You're cutting out, Robin.
2: Robin, you're cutting out. <laughs> it would just be really funny if he didn't do do a high pitched voice, but he just did his own voice.
3: Mm.
1: Oh, if he was just like, "Hi, I'm or- your Toad." <laughs> uh, I'm uh, uh, I. Oh my god, what if he did Toad as Luther uh, Obama's uh, anger that's, that's what I translator? You know, <laughs> what if he was just that what if that was and i know he's done more than that and he has you know he's a good actor and like you know it, it, i'm not trying to boil him down to just that one part but also that one part's really funny and what if toad was just like that all the time hi i'm about to beat your ass like that kind of <laughs> shit just oh yeah
0: also they also um <laughs> they also announced uh you know there's other characters that are part of the Mario universe coming in so they announced Donkey Kong is going to be in the film too. We don't know what his part in the movie is going to be or what he's going to do, but we 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 now know who's going to voice Donkey Kong in the movie and that's none other than Seth Rogen. <laughs> Seth Rogen is playing Donkey Kong and you're like hold up there Who's gonna play his uh who's what, like if Donkey Kong's there, are we gonna have uh Diddy Kong? No, no, you fucking idiot. We're gonna have his his uh uh Grampy uh, Cranky Kong, who's gonna be play voiced who, by uh Fred Armisen.
2: Who is a good choice because he's really good at voice. Fred Armison is really good at voice. Voice Sorry. acting? Yes. Don't do not knock out Fred Armisen. He is really
0: good. <laughs> I am I'm, I'm not knocking him out. I I'm, I'm I'm I'll give him a chance. But um in a,
1: in a world filled with old uh actors, famously old person
0: Fred Armisen. Yeah. Okay. And we also have um we got some other two voices. One is playing Cam which is one of the wizard voices. He is being voiced by Kevin Michael Richardson. I don't know much of what he's done, but from what I'm looking in IMDb, he played Goro in the original Mortal Kombat film from 1995. He played um from this animated show Bat- The Batman, which came out in 2004-2008. He voiced um the Joker, their version of the Joker. He's been Oh, damn. he's, he, he's he done good. Though. He, he's good at Joker and that. Oh, you know who? What else he's vi- he's voiced? He's voiced now um to. D- d- Um, he's voiced the Mauler twins in Invincible. Oh wow! Uh, the the two uh blue uh creature uh, uh two blue twins that they would always clone each other. Those were the huh. voices he did. He's also been. He's been in a lot. He's a he's like a perf- like he's known as voice acting. He's been in a lot of voice. Acting like sh- uh, a lot of animated shows from here. He's been on like some episodes of Family Guy. He's been on Modoc, that Hulu sh- Marvel Hulu show. He's been on American Dad, um, Robot Chicken, The Simpsons, Masters of the Universe that came out recently. He's been he's his recent ones are like from Invincible um, Adventures in Wonder Park. So, yeah, this guy's done a lot of voice acting like he's the one that from here that I know he's done voice acting. So he knows he knows his stuff.
1: He um, was Jimbo on the Boss Baby back in business.
0: Yeah. Robin's favorite uh, TV franchise. Wait,
1: what? Uh, <laughs> Jimbo from uh, Boss Baby back in business. Your favorite, uh, oh, your favorite sequel ever made. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, this one's a strange. it's
1: what you said.
0: This is also the last one is such a strange one for both the actor and the character he's playing. Because the character is Spike, which is a, based off an old NES game. I forgot the name of it, but it's one of those old NES games they've had. And they're bringing a character in, and we don't know what his part in the movie is going to be until they show something. But he's in the movie. And this is voiced by a guy named Sebastian Man- Manisaklo. He's, a, he's a comedian. Sebastian Man- He's of- He's been on films as uh, Tag... Uh, uh, that movie. He's been on the House Green Book. He's also been in The Irishman. Martin Scorsese's The Irishman.
1: Well, oh, yeah, he's was mostly crazy Joe Gallo.
2: He's mostly known for him being a comedian.
0: Yeah, because it shows. A comedian. Yeah, this shows so, there's stuff here that it shows that like he's done some comedic stuff. But I mean, he's pretty funny. I'll give him that. mhm, <laughs> But though that's and of course they sh- they said Charles Martinet will be in it as like doing cameos and surprise uh, uh, surprise guesses and stuff but Mike the question the uh, the only the main reason here's the thing guys as ridiculous and crazy as this entire cast is that they just brought these random Hollywood actors and maybe I was like I want these I want these people and he brought him in as crazy it is at the end of the day the reason I am not angry or mad at the choices they picked for this movie is because this is being produced and animated from the company who's made Despicable Me, Minions, Sing, basic Illuminations. So either way, it was already I already had iffy and bad vibes with this film. The only reason I There's like that glimmer, glimmer of hope is when it comes to animation wise, because if you know, illuminations, illumination is known for on purposely cheapening, like making their animation cheap in order for them to make a better and higher profit in the box office. Hence why when you see a lot of their films, especially with like one of the examples with Sing is they always rehash and reuse a lot of like animated, like characters, um, Like character models when they do like background characters to very like to cheapen out with that. And they do it with their how simplistic their uh, characters are and how they move and all that stuff. But they make a profit because it's just how it is. That's what they do. That's how Minions was so popular because it's just a simple it's a very simple design and they didn't have to like work around it. The only reason I kind of see the only I would have been scared if it was if Eliminicius was in full control with the film, but they're not. Because as as Nintendo knows of the past, when they've given their licensing to different companies to make movies or shows, the one that really like set the bar of like okay, if like if a mo- if someone wants to make a movie or show about this, Nintendo's going to be on their ass twenty four seven, and that was with. Um, the old Super Mario Brothers movie, you know, with John uh as Luigi and th- them announcing, "A hey, is Mario, Mario, Luigi, Mario." You remember that movie? No one remembers that movie that much, but you know, but of oh, course yeah, that that Bob
1: that, Hoskins, L- John Leguizamo, it's a great movie. Yeah,
0: from from what I've seen, from what I've seen from the interviews from like different directors that they've always brought in. I mean, Bob Hoskins almost died on the set, like a lot, and
2: I mean, like like.
0: And at the same time, if you hear what the if, if you,
2: well, I was gonna say it is a well-known movie because you're cutting out, Robin. I'm like right up close to the mic. I don't know what to tell you. You're cutting yeah. out. <laughs> I, I um, just I, I'm stating a fact. Well, it is a well-known movie because.
0: it's, it's based on uh, it's.
2: It is, oh my god, my fucking. It's mind.
0: it's yeah. The movie's known. It's known well because it's known to be one of the worst video game movies out there as it's been called what are you talking
1: about it's hilarious
2: i mean it is funny (laughs) it's bad
0: it's so it's yeah it's funny bad not like in a good way but
1: yeah but it's hilarious five stars if we reviewed that movie i'd give it five stars
0: Bro, in a, in a funny factor, I probably I'd probably say, well, "Who knows? We might review it someday if you guys want us to." So who knows? <laughs> oh no,
1: we're not doing it.
0: <laughs> um,
1: I I I I I don't actually want to review it. I want to remember it as I do when I was five, and I was like, "Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, funny." Uh, <laughs> but I don't want to analyze my views.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's just an For me, I don't know how they're going to, and for me, it's like since now Nintendo and especially Miyamoto is very like, like close, like face to face, close to close with the company itself when they're making this film. So like anything that they want, like any ideas or any like kind of like work or like anything, any little thing that Illuminations wants to do with the film, it has to get approved by Nintendo and Miyamoto themselves so that's why i'm like okay there there could be some good could be some bad in it but we can't know until we see the film because i don't know how it's going to be animated what they're going to do with it it's really up in the air until we see a trailer for the film because it's 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 it's, i don't i don't know how it's going to be it's 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 by illuminations but we'll see what nintendo cooks up with them And the movie comes out in 2022, ladies and gentlemen, so most likely next year, probably in the summer, or most likely around the summer, or maybe like when the new year comes in, we might see a trailer, like a first uh, reveal trailer for the Mario movie. It's just called the Mario movie right now. That's all I've gotten. They haven't given a title or anything, just the cast and the announcement. But yeah, I don't know if you guys have any crazy thoughts of, of this entire announcement of casts
2: um well uh i'm gonna say like even though it's batshit insane to hear that yeah that not batshit insane it it is it is weird to hear that chris pratt is gonna be voicing mario but i will say like we haven't heard how he's how he's doing it Mm. except he posted like you know a video of him fucking with us about how he's gonna do the mario voice yeah um also, because like yeah, we we haven't seen we haven't seen any trailer. There's no trailer. Yeah, we don't know what they're gonna sound like. Uh, and also, like Chris Pratt was also Emmett in the Lego movies.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I mean,
0: well, at the at the same he he did Emmett, but that was his his own voice. So yeah, it's, but, that's why I'm like, it's like until we see how he sounds, then I can fully give my judgment it's just other than right now it's just like it's the weirdest pick they've ever done I would have I feel like they could have gotten someone else for it but until we see what they do uh, I, right. just wanna, no. I just want to I just other than that I just want to hear how Charlie um, Seth and Jack Black are gonna sound in the in the movie I just want to laugh at that that's who I, I want to make hear.
1: a counter offer to this movie oh And as we all know, uh, Nintendo listens to me. uh, And just me. And just me. (laughs) On all their business plans.
3: Danny DeVito.
1: Great actor. (laughs) Great voice actor.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Just great. Danny DeVito, and I put a tweet out about this. Danny DeVito, as all of the parts in the movie. Mario, Luigi, Wario, King, Bomb Bomb, uh, Bowser, Peach, Toad, Toadette, uh the Koopa Troopas, uh uh uh, the mushrooms, uh the 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 football guys, they're all Danny DeVito. All of them. The wizards are Danny DeVito, the mushrooms. Like the ones, the power ups are all Dana DeVito, but make it live action, you goddamn cowards! <laughs> just oh. Danny DeVito in a dress and a wig, going, "Hi, I'm Peach."
0: That should that should. Just, I feel like that. I can imagine that. It's like a Sunny in Philadelphia episode.
1: It's a me. I I, I, I
0: I would and I would. <laughs> I would just love, like, the, like Sunny of Philadelphia does an episode where, like, it's kind of Mario themed since Charlie's in the film as Luigi. I don't know. I would just like to see an episode be like that.
1: Goddamn
0: hilarious. That'd be great. Just acknowledge <laughs> that he was in you it. You can't run around in a Mario outfit. Well, I think I can run around in a Mario outfit. <laughs> oh, that'd be. Oh, oh.
2: Mean, I'm already stepping on rats.
1: So I'm <laughs> already <laughs> stepping on rats. I'm in the pipes. I'm in the sewers. <laughs> Just like Mario, I got gold coins, Charlie. Where'd you get gold
2: coins? <laughs> oh, I found get those you know, they They're just in the. Store. This is a
1: crew Charlie, this is a Krugeran. You can't have this. It's illegal.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, so but that's that,
2: that, I, that's pretty much it for the the gaming stuff and the movie thing.
0: Yeah. So now
2: we're, to, to finally talk about what we came here for. Yeah, which
0: um, <laughs> is. Which we're finally talking about since last week was Will's pick, which we did Q Force. Now this week, it's Robin's pick for which. So tell us what this what we watched, Robin.
2: Well, we watched the first season of the Amazon show, uh, Man in the High Castle, which is a alternate history um, TV show um, where it's set in a world where the Axis won World War Two and successfully in somehow and taking out the strategics of it looking at Stefan with this taking the strategic stuff out of it they were able to successfully invade the United States and take the Germans were able to take the eastern half up until the up all the way till up to the Rockies. Of the United States and the Japanese were able to take the western the western states up and up until the uh, again to the Rockies, and or I think it's yeah the Rockies and then there's a slight sliver in between um, in the Rocky Mountain regions um, where it's the quote unquote I think it's like the the border land neutral, neutral, yeah, neutral zone neutral zone yeah yes. so um, and it's essentially basically just the Cold War is happening between these two powers, and there are that there are these mysterious tapes showing showing up all over the world, specifically in the in the United States, where it shows our world where we actually won the war.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: so that's the basic premise of what's well, what it is. But we'll go into full we'll talk a bit more about how Mm -hmm. the show is
0: yeah i know before we get into the thing do we want to go since i know the show has ended do we want to go spoilers for the first season or just keep it um
2: Um, i'd say so because there's not there's not that many spoilers really in the first one in Mm. the first season compared to the other three seasons so Mm-hmm. i mean yeah we could talk about it like obviously i i don't feel it feels like i don't think we're gonna be able to go because of just how long it is how long each episode was going into full each in episode is
1: detail. like 55 minutes and there's 10 of them yeah yeah so we are not going into full detail we will be here for far too long yeah
0: um <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um it was i it was a pretty in, like for the first season it was interesting like i it it caught i mean it caught me interested because i will say after i'll get ahead of myself but like after i finished the first season i started going to season two especially since it ended the first season i was like wait what and i was like no let me continue this so but even like throughout the like the the seat the first season in general um like the idea and like the questions that they were like, they were bringing us upon and what we were thinking, like where are these tapes from? How are we getting these tapes? What are these tapes? And it's it, it, and that part was intriguing me, especially since this basically is what if the Nazis won world war two and the everything, how everything looks, it's like the, like the, the, the setting and everything looks intriguing. Cause it's just like, it's just, it's this really like nightmarish world in our perspective. It's yeah. just, because it's like, you'll, you'll see like New York city, like in like, well, the first episode where like their billboards, there's like swastikas everywhere. And it's just like, Oh my God. And everyone's like running around the United States flag is basically the, uh, the, the swastika. Oh, yeah. And I,
2: the United States flag looks like the American flag, but without the stars, it has the uh, a white swastika over
0: it. And I like how you told me like when you pointed it out, because I started noticing it. It's like people who are um, like, you know, that are from like not from America. They're wearing like, you know, the regular like the Nazi band that they always that they wore. But if they're from America, they have they have that band. But it has like uh, red and white stripes with it.
2: On one half of it. Mm -hmm. so it's like one half of it has the red one it's kind of like how back in 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 reality in world war ii where if you were Mm -hmm. in austria it was kind of like it would be one red bar going all all across then it's a white bar then a red bar Mm -hmm. and that would be the it would that's what mostly the austrian austrian nazi officials would be wearing that Mm -hmm. um yeah
0: but I, I like that, like that attention detail they add into this show, like how, like how much like they put into this show. Yeah. And even like they have like, they, like there was an episode where it was like, basically they're their oh, there like 4th of July, their VA day. That's what they call it. Yeah. And it's just, and like, if it's just watching how everyone acts, it's like, especially how you get to know these characters. It's just, even at that point, like you still like, you have to remember like, it's like they're, it's 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 a world of like full with Nazis when they won and they took over America and it's just it's a it, it's it's like a weird but scary kind of thing but intriguing yeah. at the same time but uh I, even like the first episode did like I got hooked with the first episode it intrigued even how they ended it were um how how do you say because uh the ones that we follow are these characters uh Juliana and then we yeah. have Joe, then we got Frank. Fr- Frank as well, who is an artist, but he's also, um, he doesn't, oh, he doesn't say it out because, like, they're still, like, if they hear that you're, because um, he's Jewish as well in the show. And if, if they hear that he's Jewish, then obviously they would kill him.
1: Well, well, he's, he's, he's like a postmodern artist. Um, mm-hmm. I, I. Is that he's not a hyper traditional artist. So they okay, so Juliana and uh Frank live on the west coast. So they live in the Pacific the, states. the Pacific states of the Japanese Empire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like he's an artist but he doesn't do the right kind of art. He doesn't do traditionalist art. And so The state has deemed non-traditionalist art as, I think, deviant art, essentially, Mm -hmm. because, and 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 that's actually kind of interesting. So, one of the things that, like, and we've said this, that okay, so the Empire of Japan and the Greater Nazi Reich are in a Cold War, essentially, Mm -hmm. Um, in Mm -hmm. in that like that they've agreed that peace is the best thing to be had between them because in this universe you know the nazis win the japanese empire wins and the emperor is alive and hitler is alive still and they Mm. both agree as the leaders of their states that peace is the best course of action underlings in those states don't necessarily agree that peace is the best course of action and the, the the Germans are more technologically advanced because they're the ones who dropped the bomb um so the Germans have influence over a lot of Japanese laws and we know that because they have uh the Japanese adopt a uh, anti-Semitic policy in the show yeah. Mm-hmm. because they say uh we have taken on the same race laws as our German counterparts here in the here in america
3: mm-hmm.
1: and the and uh the the leader of the Japanese secret police or the not so yeah the kepe tai uh,
0: yeah,
1: it is. he's like you know we we have we don't have any we don't have any jews in japan we we don't really care about that issue but we have adopted the same laws as our german counterparts here in america and therefore uh frank frank because your what grandfather was jewish you know we can bring you in and all that and they do Mm -hmm. but he's also an artist and that one of the lines in the show is like, Hey, you know, you're an artist. You should keep doing art. And he goes, ah, they don't want my art. They think it's deviant. So like there are, you know, you have like hyper traditionalism on both sides in America. Um, So they, they, they just have a lot of like really kind of small things in the show that Mm -hmm. show like, you know, other than like, you know, spoiler alert, uh, the Nazis are like attempting to like goad the Japanese Empire into a war. Yeah, because
0: because um, basically in the show, um, everyone noticed that because uh, I well, Robin had to tell me that Hitler did have Parkinson's. I didn't know that personally, but in the because sh- well, in the show they do mention that he has um that they notice that Hitler's, uh has Parkinson's is getting worse. And he's and Hitler's old in the in the in the show, and a lot of the like the people like the German people or they're waiting for him to die so they could begin and start this war, and so like it's this ongoing thing where they're trying to kill him early so they can start and begin this war to so they because they want to control the entire world they want to control all of America, and just take away from they don't want the peace they want power they want war. And it was Robin, like, who later told, who later told me that, like, in real life, Kitler did have Parkinson's, which that yeah, I didn't know. Was,
2: yeah, they were trying to hide it because they didn't want to show their leader who has been proclaiming that we need to retain the Aryan race and be the most perfect people have this debilitating disease, <laughs>
1: So. Okay, I just want to point out something that Stefan said in chat. This goes back to the uh, 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 the the leader of the uh, Kepetai saying, like, you know, we don't have Jews in Japan, so it's not really like a Jew for us. And he says, we have the Tanaka Steins, but they live in Hokkaido. They're barely even Japanese. Which, <laughs> so which I I... I... Tanaka Steins and they live in Hokkaido. They're barely even. That's because it's a prefecture, right? Like it's it's like the northernmost island. So
2: Hokkaido is the uh, is the northern island. It's the it's the head. It's like I would like to call it.
1: Oh yeah, okay. The the head, the the the, yeah. So so oh yeah, well okay, I see that. Yeah, because yeah, okay. That's a good that good solid joke, Stefan. Good good joke. Um, okay, and then
2: we have Juliana Crane, which her because we kind of explained Frank's
1: kind of reasoning to. Oh, Frank's also a machinist. He yeah. works in a, in a in in a machine shop where they make um, uh, reproductions of like old American handguns, but mm-hmm. they're reproductions and they don't fire. That's they're just pretty. Yeah. Anyway, and, that's Frank. Yeah, and Frank. uh they're all kind of
2: interconnected in some way with uh, these tapes because the character, Ju- the main character, Juliana is wanting to find out why her, in the, in the first episode, her sister gets killed because she gets mm-hmm. captured and gives her sister, Juliana, a, uh, a tape. And like, you need to take this to Canon city in the neutral zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't explain why I have to go. And and then we find out Then she gets shot. And then, uh, Juliana's off on her adventure to go to Cannon City and find out what the hell is this tape? I was just this uh, tape reel I was just given. Why is it so important? Um, to then later she then finds out that oh shit! This shows us winning the war.
0: Yeah, and and so like now like with Juliana, like her herself is like the like the main of like of everything. How everything is like intertwined and connecting with each other. Cause it like we fo- it's kind of like the best way I could describe how the show uh, structures itself in each episode. It's like Game of Thrones, where it's each each episode like they'll always focus on a certain group or like a certain person, and like it's like so sometimes we'll focus on Juliana when it's, when it's her, or sometimes we'll focus on Frank, or we'll focus on um, the ambassadors or like these Nazi generals, and it goes like we hear their stories and their going on but like it always is going to interconnect and there's there's always some connection with each other with like everyone in this show of like what's going on and so and i and i i like that kind i'm i'm used to that especially with game of thrones so it wasn't a problem with me getting used to the structure of how the show is so it just made it like intriguing especially especially with the premise with it
2: it's also interesting to see that there are some good that there are some good people on both sides in terms of the in the Nazi Party and then in the uh, in the.
1: Uh, I'm sorry, you're gonna have to, re- <laughs> gonna have to rephrase that, yeah, Robin, Robin, <laughs> Robin. you're gonna have to rephrase that. Yeah. We're taking it from the top.
2: <laughs> it's interesting to know that there are some in, in the uh, in the show that there are there are these two good people, specifically two people.
0: In the show. Hap-
2: in the show that happens to be, one of them happens to be one of the ambassadors from the, from the German side. Who mm. um, is there to help out the trade minister of the Pacific States in order to like, I, I, I want to, I'm trying to remember because he was trying to give like a piece of paper to somebody when spoiler alert, oh, when that. you're
1: talking about the uh, oh, Rudolph, 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 Rudolph. Uh, yeah, but he's not Swedish, it's, it's not it's Swedish. A yeah. Uh, yeah. uh, vinegar, uh, yeah. uh, let's see, uh, Wagner. I think it's Wagner, right? Rudolph, I thought it was Rudolph, Rudolph, uh, Ven, Ven- uh, W E G E N e-r when we wegener yeah weg i don't know he's he he's a colonel he's the only colonel that gets mentioned (laughs) it's like oh yeah (laughs) colonel Colonel, um but yeah go on robin
2: and like he's trying to give something to somebody that has that has some high-ranking who, who's in oh, he's trying attack. to
1: get he's trying to give the secrets to the bomb to the Japanese science minister, yeah, mm.
2: because they're wanting to because him and the trade minister are wanting to try to to prevent like conflict by giving them the i the 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 designs to make a nuclear bomb so that they would have one thus causing if the germans wanted to launch one at the at the japanese or the or specifically the um, pacific state then they have leverage much like in the cold war like hey if you launch yours we'll launch ours right parody.
0: Mm, yeah yeah i will say so, um cuz we're speaking of like the characters that you were talking about in the show that are like they're pretty interesting it caught me by surprise when they um when nabasuke uh ta- ta- Tagomi, the main, the main, um, the, the trade imba- minister? yeah, the trade minister is played by um, uh, Hiroyuki. Um, the guy who played none other than uh, Shang Tsung in the nineteen ninety six Mortal Kombat film. Because when I heard I saw him and I heard his voice, I'm like, "Hold up a second! Is that him? Is that Shang Tsung himself? Holy shit!" And through the whole movie, I was just, I just liked what. He was one of my favorite characters in the show for me personally. He was always also, like the most, he was the more intriguing uh, character for me personally. He's
2: also the very, very kind person. Like he, mm-hmm. he treats everybody like a person, even people who are not like Juliana Crane.
3: Like mm-hmm.
2: that, that's what I think, like, there are, even in this world, there are some good people. I, I reject,
1: I world. reject, I'm sorry, I just so reject you saying good people. Um, and, I, well, I think, I think for the Colonel uh, Wegener, isn't a good guy. He's doing a good thing. He's doing a good thing. But he's not a good guy.
2: It, it It's so, it's so fucking weird because it's like, because in this world, it's like there are, it's like they're, the only good people really are the people who are like, fighting for freedom the resistance mm-hmm. and it's like but then you also have pete you have they have allies that are even working within the you know the the big baddies that we know now with like with with you know the 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 nazi party and then with the the japanese empire
0: yeah because it, it's like that through this whole show where like the certain characters that you see that are like like that are playing like actor these actors that are playing like nazis and these characters and when we get to know these characters they always there's these scenes where like you it's like these scenes where you feel sympathetic or you feel like bad for them excuse me but like when you like even after you finish the episode you think about it it's like it's like how it's like it's it's kind of it's also it's kind of hard especially, to like to feel like this kind of sympathetic, especially since this isn't a dystopian world, in a world where the Nazis won, and these characters are playing Nazis. So it's, it's like the
2: same thing with uh, it's, it's the same thing with the character John, the John John Smith character. Yeah, because it's like you there. There's some moments where you do feel sympathetic for him, but at the end of the day, he's still he's still like the main guy in charge of the greater nazi reich yeah in that world and especially if you if you watch the later seasons you start to feel even more bad for him but then you still have to remind yourself because he also does he becomes the main bad guy
0: Mm, throughout the like throughout throughout the show
2: yeah he is the main bad guy but you get so much backstory from what he did and who he was before the war ended
0: Mm-hmm. And it's like well, I, I, which they
2: bring it, up in the first season.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. that's, I mean, that's all that's all I've seen they, right now. The first they season.
2: Especially bring it up in the later seasons.
1: Yeah, and, but they, yeah. they allude to it in this where the Colonel and uh you know Obergrub Ober Obergruben Fuhrer Smith, uh, they're like talking and it's like, Do you sail much anymore? And he goes, No, no, I don't sail much anymore, says Smith. And he's yeah. like, well, you used to sail all the time when we were in Ohio doing war atrocities and murdering yeah. and that kind of thing. And, you know, what they would call cleansing. Right. Yeah. And I, I, I just did uh, finger quotes. Uh, yeah. I did cleansing. Um, And he goes, you used to sail all the time, but you don't sail anymore, do you? Because Colonel Wegener has found he, he's like, yeah, we did terrible things. But he still didn't, right? Yeah. So like he doesn't sail anymore because he thinks of all the terrible things that he's done. But Mm. also in the show, like you say, you know, like as you say, like you feel sympathy, and you think, oh man, you know, this guy isn't such a bad guy. But only when you compare him to people like Reinhard Heydrich, yeah, who comes in and who comes into the show, and Reinhard Heydrich is, you know. Awful, just Mm -hmm. evil personified, and like you know, his uh Smith's wife says like you know, I know he says all of this is for the betterment of the Reich, but I think he enjoys what he does because he does. Yeah, at least Smith has a a small, tiny piece of humanity in him where he's like, oh yeah, no, the things I've done are terrible. That's why I don't sail anymore because it reminds me of all the things that I've done while maintaining mm-hmm. the status quo of horror, right? mm-hmm. horror, roar, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, and, uh, you know, it, it, it it's, a, it's interesting. It's like the show saying like, Hey, here's a bad guy, but there's also a worse guy. Yeah. It, mm-hmm.
3: It's,
2: it, it's even more prominent of like what happened, what, what John Smith goes through through the later seasons and i highly encourage you guys to continue watching it until you don't finish don't you tell it. me what to do because it gets really it gets really it gets really insane closer mm-hmm. to the late to the later seasons
1: mm-hmm. oh yeah and, i already know one of the things he has to do
2: yeah and um another thing that's interesting so then there's also the character joe blake who
0: yeah is who's working for who's yeah. He's working for John for uh, John Smith through this because like I it was kind of interesting because like what the first episode is like he joins in to be part of the resistance and it's not until like at the end of the ep- of the first episodes when it's revealed that he um he is working he's work he is working with John Smith at this point and then as and as we get through the ep- like through the whole season it's with him trying to like not like it's him changing in how he uh, how he is but at the same time it's like. It's really like he's he doesn't want to be who he was before in the show, from what what I caught. Yeah,
2: I think there was one part that was just it was so eerie and so, like, just gross just to see this happen. Like just how nonchalant it was, where mm. he gets a flat and he uh, on his way to the to the Western states or to mm. the neutral zone. And he gets he goes over, and then a cop comes by to help him out. And then they're doing that, and all of a sudden you just start they're just having a normal conversation of what's going on. you start seeing ash starts falling from the sky because they're so they're close to a uh, a crematorium area mm-hmm. for cleansing. And it's just like, this is so fucking eerie. it's that it's the fact that it's they're having a, a just a regular conversation because this guy is just still pulling over to help him change his tire. It's and mm. the fact that it's in the United States that
1: this is happening. Yeah, no, and it's it not. Just, it's in the greater Reich of North America.
2: Well, yes, but it, it's it's still that the familiarity of like of seeing that part of the planet because it's just like this is our home. And we're seeing mm-hmm. that happen.
0: I think, yeah, yeah. that kinda, I think the one that kind of, I think the one that kind of got me in that kind of like weird, like oh, what the heck, position. Like, it's it's it was the day, it was that episode where it was like it was VA Day, which is basically yeah. their Fourth of July, and it was just like how everyone's like happy and like how they and like how they greet these, each other is like.
2: Were, and here's the thing: you have to keep in mind they they are former Americans because they, they they were fighting the war against the people that took them over.
1: Yeah and that's well, the part some that makes me some more, of them some work. of
2: them yeah some of them but it's still that's the part that makes it even more eerie and creepy
0: about it mm-hmm. and like everyone's like saluting with like with those Nazi salutes and yeah. it, and like on V-Day and how they how they say it it's like it's,
2: it's it, victory it, in America day it's just a yeah. weird thing to
0: Say, mm-hmm. and you see them like you see kids outside, like with fireworks, but also having like the like those, those not like the Nazi American flags that they have, and like everyone bonds like John Smith. And through this show, like as we see, like John Smith has a kid, like a, an older son, the only son he has, and he's like, he wants to be like his dad, he wants to live up, he wants to serve his country. But it, when you hear that he wants to serve his country, he wants it's he's a Nazi at the end of the day, and it's just it, it's it's just so baffling when like. How hard it is to sympathize with these characters, especially what hap- when it's revealed um, when he goes to, when he had to take his son to the to the to the nurse's office in high in school. They tell him that he has I forgot what the, the what it's called. I don't I don't remember what the name it was.
2: It, it, it's it doesn't really it doesn't matter because it's a
1: specific- it's, it's a wasting disease. Yeah, uh, the the disease that he has is uh, okay. uh, genetic. So like. Uh, it's a wasting disease where it's like he's going to have like seizures he's gonna have uh hand palsies he's gonna like not be able to walk and and if he has children they will carry the same gene and it could also
2: be a thing where it kind of skips a generation as well
1: yeah so so it's it's an issue for Mm. things
2: but even then, it's like in that world, it's like if you have a disease that is like that, you're, base- you're going to go get euthanized.
1: Well, yeah. right. That's what the doctor says.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that also brings in that slither of humanity from John Smith because he doesn't want to kill his kid.
0: Mm-hmm. And he like even, he doesn't want to believe that his kid is uh has not, this he, he believes that his son is pure and he's like he's unhealthy he's an healthy kid and but it, it well, goes he, through he that go, he go well,
2: what i'm saying is that he has that bit of humanity to try to save his son is because mm-hmm. he even goes through the effort of even killing the doctor with the same medicine quote-unquote medicine that he get that he gave john smith to use on his son
0: I don't remember that. <laughs> I think I don't know if I saw that part, or was it hinted at, or was it shown at when he killed?
2: Or maybe I went too far.
1: <laughs> damn it! Damn it, God, Robin, God. are you giving spoilers to a season we haven't seen? I, I've seen the season. I know what happens, uh, but yeah. you know that anyway. doesn't mean that Edgar has.
0: Yeah, because I was like, because when you said that, I was like, wait, he didn't kill him in the first season.
1: Uh, yeah, I might have just gone
2: ahead too far because it—it it, just—it all. Fucking
1: Robin ruining shows and reviews. Anyway, (laughs)
2: Butte, Montana, beautiful uh, Butte, Montana,
3: Mm -hmm. Uh the
2: richest hill in the world. Well, I mean, Uh, so I mean, I I think I feel like I've had I pretty much we pretty much said what we wanted to say about it. I mean, at least I did because. It, it's real what this what this first season it really is is kind of like it's it's introducing the characters it's introducing what the main plot is um, and just trying to like you know it's just setting if that's mm-hmm. what this first season just mostly feels like to what's to come in the next in the next three seasons that follow
0: yeah um, I kind of got that like that vibe because it was like it was like this setup that they had Especially how it ends, the, the, the last episode, how it ends, where it has um, the tradesman uh, ambassador sitting down on a bench. And he has the necklace of uh, Julianas. And as he's, as he's sitting down there, he's just like in silence and like he all hears a noise. Tram- and then he's tra- – oh yeah, all of a sudden he's transported into our world.
2: Into, into the San Francisco of 1963 mm-hmm. in reality and it's just like whoa what the fuck yeah and it just it ends like
0: it ends like that and i'm like wait hold up hold up i'm like it ends and i'm like what the fuck it's like that's how the first season ends it's like if i were to see this when it first came out i would've been like wait what the fuck i'm like no give me i'm like i need to watch more to see like what the hell's going on
2: yeah now you know how i felt when i first watched it i was just like no what are you, no we're just getting good into it and that's the end of it uh that like, like yeah, this is just to me is just such a great show for a for if you're into alternate history stuff, because mm-hmm. um, it, it it's just the imagination just goes wild with with it, and it's just mm-hmm. it's interesting. I it, it's an interesting show based yeah. on of the book based off of the book of the same name by Philip K. Dick, uh, Man of the mm-hmm. High Castle. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. that's my thing with it. So. Mm-hmm
0: anybody um, else anything so yeah is there any other things you want to get to it before we get to our uh, ratings
1: oh i just think there's a lot of um really interesting um uh, a lot of interesting uh, like not even plot points but uh pieces of dialogue um in the in the show uh like and facts So, like, there's an episode where Juliana Crane is in the neutral zone and Mm -hmm. she's in Cannon City and she's trying to find, you know, the person that she's supposed to give her uh, tape reel to. Yeah. And has no way of identifying them, really, because, uh, you know, her sister would have had all that information and she's dead. Mm, And so she has, you know, she's just kind of waiting around. And she meets this guy who turns out to be a Nazi agent, but she doesn't know that immediately, but mm-hmm. he's reading a Bible and she says, I haven't seen a Bible since I was a child. He says, well, you can buy one from the bookstore. So she goes to the bookstore in Cannon city and the guy behind the counters, like, you know, what can I help you with? And she goes, I'd like a Bible. He goes, you know, it's pretty dangerous business asking for a Bible. Yeah. But he sells mm-hmm. her one and uh <laughs> then he's met later in the uh the, might be the next episode uh the marshal who yeah. is th- there is no law in the neutral zone uh law is at the end of a gun right yeah but the, the guy who's there's this guy known as the marshal and he's a bounty hunter for the nazis and I always,
2: I, I always like to think that the neutral zone is like imagine the wild west if it was set in the 1960s like because mm. that's just how it feels like yeah there's no there's really no laws it's just the wild west out here
1: but anyway mm. yeah, I and see that. uh the the marshall like you know g- goes into the bookstore to be like you know that woman come in here she can buy a book you know like deep gravel voice and all that crap and what'd she buy oh nothing it's like you got any bibles the guy's like what, what? no uh, uh yes and uh selling bibles is a, a dangerous business and he goes i'm sorry i will burn them and he goes see that you do and then he goes, wait a minute. And he looks at him and he pulls out a deck of cards and they all have photos and names on them. Mm-hmm. And they said, like the guy gives him a name and it's like Paul or something. And he goes, are you sure you're not David so-and-so? And like, he, he kills the guy, uh, after taking a, th- a thumb for like a uh, fingerprint verification. Right.
3: Yeah.
1: And, uh, it's like apparently bibles are illegal now presumably because christianity is not the state religion in the empire of japan and christianity is not the uh basis of morals in the uh german reich so like yeah like i I, i'm making assumptions here but i'm assuming that um the reich outlawed bibles because depending on how you view uh christianity you could that could interfere with how you function as in the Reich. I don't know. I, but mm-hmm. they, they don't. They don't really explain why you can't have Bibles. But I'm just making assumptions. But those assumptions, I think, make sense. You know, and it's a really interesting thing. Um, yeah, it's
0: something I feel like they don't. They don't need to like explain. Like, it's they something don't need
1: that... to explain it. I don't want an explanation. But but I think mm-hmm. it's interesting. Yeah. Because at the same time, in the Neutral Zone, one of the main characters, and I forget his name, but uh, he's Muslim, and he's part of the Resistance, and the, Uh, like, the Marshal... Yeah, uh, Lemur? Lemur? I can't remember. Yeah, uh... (laughs) it's it's like Lee mur, mur something it it it's an interesting name i i just i i, I haven't heard it mm-hmm. often um but he's 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 muslim right and he uh the guy the marshal walks into the restaurant and he's like i want meat what do you have he goes i have pork chops and he says i thought your book didn't allow you to like eat them you know, to eat pork. And he goes, the book says I'm not allowed to eat pork and, like, but it doesn't say I'm not allowed to cook it and sell it. And it's like, ah, neutral zone. Um, Things are a little different in the neutral zone. Uh, (laughs) I don't understand your (laughs) accent in the neutral zone. (laughs) Um, That's a SpongeBob reference. Uh, Anyway, but, like... (laughs) you know in the neutral zone you have to like get by and religion doesn't seem to have like state approved religion doesn't seem to have much space in uh this alternative world that they've created and i just think that's like an interesting fact
0: Mm -hmm. a lot of like the the a lot of the world building and like like small like tidbits and small like things that they added like any like little details they added to this to like to the world to the story that's in there like it makes it much more interesting and it feels like if it's if, like they put thought into making into making this show which does make it like much more interesting to watch for me personally oh, yeah.
1: also criticism of the show why the fuck is the first season film so dark and I don't mean like the plot line is dark the story is dark it was hard to see I think it was that's
3: where,
2: that's where I kind of
1: disagree a bit <laughs> because
2: there are some scenes where it's really dark but it's not it's not mm. like it, it, entire the entire time
0: it is like yeah I know for it's me dark. it's only the first I for, for me it's only the first episode that's like it looks really really dark yeah, everything character. everything else like looks it doesn't look like dark at all for me I don't know if it's TV settings or stuff but I know for the first episode it that was the only one that I could be like okay it was kind of hard to see certain scenes and it felt dark but like as the as the episodes went by like a lot of it set in the day or they were set in the afternoon and it, it even if i watched some of the episodes in the daytime it didn't really bother i think it was only the first episode for me that felt dark like in a brightness me
1: yeah i don't know about that <laughs> I mean, for for me it like a, there were some scenes that were just really dark like and my argument is like Frodo, like when they made when they made uh, Lord of the Rings, Frodo got into Mordor, and I could see more shit than like, <laughs> the, than, like the basement of this nineteen sixties townhouse, right? Like mm-hmm. I don't know. And there were some scenes that were great, and they were well lit and all that, but like I'm just saying, like it was a pretty dark cinematic choice for some of these scenes where I was like, wow, you you're you're not doing dark room very well. Um, -hmm. like there's dark rooms and there's dark rooms and these people were just like, what if there's like a match in the background real far away and that's the only light we're going to use, but like use mirrors so that it looks like it's more. And it's like, it's still dark. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. But uh, that's that's about all I have to say, really. Um, Mm -hmm. my run, my one criticism is that it's dark as fuck. Uh, Edgar?
0: Yeah, um, I guess, yeah, we could get into the the ratings. We'll start with uh, Robin. What is your overall thoughts, rating, feelings about The Man in the High Castle? Um,
2: I'd give it a 4.5 out of 5. Uh, it's mostly, mostly it's not a full 5 because there are some bits where it's like, there are some pretty like, and it's like small bits. And it's mm. not by main characters where it's like pretty poor acting. Um and mm. it kind of pops up here and there. And it's it's usually from small characters. Like I mean like minute characters that are only in there for like, oh, I only have two lines. Mm. And that's it. But other than that, like I feel it's pretty, pretty damn good. Um it, it's it's an it it give it's an eye-opening experience to kind of see like what would this world be like if we didn't win World War Two. Mm-hmm. um and it, it feels despite the sci-fi-esque portion of it with it being with the you know with the reels the film and all that it feels very real it feels very grounded and that's just what i like about it is that it's just like this feels too real and it's scary to think about it like that so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. 4.5 out of 5 is for what i would give it
0: not bad. What about you, Will? What is your overall ratings and thoughts of the Man in the High Castle?
1: No, I get a four. I like it. It's good. Mm. Um, I I watched this season for the second time, so like I've seen it previously, mm. but it's it had been a while. When did when did this come out? I think
0: twenty uh, fifteen. Yeah. From what I checked, the first season came out in twenty fifteen.
1: Okay. Um.
0: Let's see. Season.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Yeah.
0: January 15th, 2015.
3: That's when the first episode came out. So, yeah.
1: Uh, anyway, so it's, it had been a while though, right? So I definitely Hmm. like needed to watch the show to, um, to, to like talk about it, just be like, yeah, the uh, there's films and uh, the Nazis, like that would have been like the review if I hadn't seen it again, right? Because it's been a while, but um, it's it's a four, it's good. Um, you know, I I have small complaints, um, like, but I overall I'd watch. I'm happy <laughs> I watched it again. Um, I recommend it. Go out and watch it if you haven't seen it. Uh no, no, no. yeah, Edgar. What do you think about the sh- the, the ratings and the show?
0: Yeah. Um. So overall, since this is the first season, I'm only rating the first season right now. It, uh, I really the entire like the story and the concept of it. I really like, especially where it takes place and the premise and where everyone goes with this and how it, the story itself is structured. Um and the little tidbits they add to detail to this show really like makes it stand out. Um, some of my some of my issues is like there are some performances or th- some performances that aren't that great. Um, but like the most of it is fine. Like I, I enjoyed it. There are points in the in the show that I did feel a tad bit bored. Like I was getting a bit bored. With some, uh, it wasn't every episode. Like, some, there was some episodes I was really, like, engaged and I was focused on. There was other episodes where I was kind of, like, felt like I wanted to snooze or I checked my clock. But I think, but it wasn't the whole show. But, like, the main points, like, were really interesting, especially the beginning and as it gone through. And the ending itself, like, that was something that, like, wants me to continue watching this. Because I know for sure after... This, like after we review it, I'm for sure gonna continue watching it to the end just to see what happens. But I would give it a three and a half stars. I give it three and a half stars. It's right there where it's a good start for uh, the show and it could and for me, hopefully it continues going up. So three and a half stars for me. Yeah. Okay. so that was so ladies and gentlemen that was our review for the man in the high castle but of course we're not done yet we have one more segment in the show which is our untitled segment idea so without further ado i'm gonna play the intro in a one a two uh, a one two three segment idea so i'll start with will mr will what have you recently watched seen read eaten etc 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 etc
1: oh um yeah i went to uh i went to a restaurant the other day <laughs> that was pretty good um mm. It's a, it was a, it's a Mexican restaurant here in town that I really like. They have some of like the best Mexican res- uh, Mexican food I've ever had, um, mm. and they had the, they they've had the, and I've been there a couple times like in the last month, right? Because uh, it's here and it's local and it's good, and they've had this like food item on the board that was on special, and it was like like a Milanese, it was like, it's like Milanese something. And I it was like, what is that? And I asked, like, I remember asking before and they were like, oh, it's like breaded uh, steak. And I hmm. was like, oh, okay. So it's like, you know, a chicken fried steak kind of thing. And, and I was like, ah, I don't feel like that. And then the other day I was like, I want to try it. And the the waitress was like, well, do you want beef or chicken? And I was like, oh, let's do chicken. It's basically... um yeah. schnitzel like pounded uh you you pounded the chicken breast flat and bread it and fry it and it came with rice and uh you know good uh onions on top and you know it's good shit i really enjoyed it um so i was surprised next time i go there i'm gonna get the beef just uh just to have it and uh yeah that's that's what i've that that's what i've eaten in terms of what i've uh watched i've been watching shameless on netflix it's a good mm. show i i really highly recommend it um it's funny and dark you know but it's good i like it
0: uh robin robin what have you recently watched seen red seen out uh, thingy thingy uh the um etc
2: well i've been mostly watching a lot of stuff um i'll just kind of Uh, I've I've been re-watching Band of Brothers and I'm watching this new HBO uh, show. Well, not new. It's new to me. It's been out... It it came out in 1998. And it's it's a show on HBO called From the Earth to the Moon. And it's a docudrama series about the Apollo program. Mm. And it's kind of interesting. I actually really, really enjoy it. and also, today, I just i for the first time ever, I watched young Frankenstein, and really? yeah, I've never seen it before. It was my first time watching it. And I, uh, I really enjoyed it. It was really fucking funny. Um,
0: <laughs> so it's a good one.
2: that's pretty much uh, oh, I also been watching quite a bit of Woody Allen movies mostly i I rewatched Annie Hall, and then I watched. Um, for the first time, Midnight in, Par- Midnight in Paris. Which Midnight in Paris is really fucking good. That is a really good movie. I highly recommend it if you haven't seen it before. Mm. Um, it has I... Owen Wilson in it.
3: Wow.
2: He actually is pretty does a pretty damn good job in it. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I've watched mostly. So uh, Edgar, <sighs> what about you? What have you watched? Red? Oh
0: et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh I've been watching just the same that I watched before, uh, with Doctor Who. Uh, you know, just I'm now at the Matt Smith section. Um, it's it's interest it's it's still enjoyable. I haven't finished it, but um the I'm almost finished with Destroy Our Humans, I'm actually at the final boss, so that's where I'm at. I had to actually take a break because we were going to start the show. I was kind of getting a bit frustrated because I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this thing? And I'm like, I'm trying to figure it out. Because I'm like, I'm, I'm at that last part with, with, with not going to spoil, but at the end of it, and I'm just like, ah, god dang it. I'm like, it's like, you know what, I need to take a break from it. And then after the show, I'm just going to be like, I'm going to go back in and I'm just going to continue playing it. But... That's uh that's I'm I just been doing the same thing right now, but hopefully nah, next week we'll you know we'll start it and it could be all fun. But that's what I've been doing. But yeah, that's uh that's our that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Um of course, uh starting next week, as you can tell, um as you can tell next week, you already know what season's gonna be, ladies and gentlemen. It's the gonna be the end of TV month, but it's the start of of spooktober Ooh. so so i already have i already have the show picked out for us to watch it's um uh, for every it's it's easy to know it's a show it's uh based off a very famous uh, trilogy of uh, films from a very famous director that changed the that, genre of horror
2: that we've reviewed two of those movies
0: yes we did we did a review on those two <laughs> And uh, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to start off the Spooktober, I wanted to end off TV Month and start Spooktober with a bang. So if you want to join us there um, to the Spooktober stuff, because we're going to be, there's going to be some changes here. We're going to put it back how we did last time, add some new tweaks, make everything look nice and neat. So stay tuned for our first next week, our last episode of TV Month, but our first episode of spooktober and i'm excited for that i'm really excited for spooktober it got we got a lot of other ideas for fi- uh, other films we're going to talk about and all that stuff so also for next week hopefully we'll do like uh for spooktober we'll, we'll see some uh halloween um horror kind of t- genre typed uh video game streams you'll see from here as well so of course Follow us here on Twitch. Follow us on all of our social medias to keep us updated when we go live or when we have our uploaded stuff on YouTube or on Spotify, which you should also follow those our Spotify and YouTube. So you can watch us here if you missed our stream or you want to watch it like on your own time with that. Then, yeah, go on our YouTube and our Spotify for that. Also, if you want to follow our our good buddies, uh, Robin Will here, follow them on their social medias that are going to be in the description below. So just to follow them to see what they're up to, and what they talk about and of course
1: mostly how coleslaw sucks
0: (laughs) yeah that's been that's been a a going on thing and uh, if you want to see that just you know just follow will on social medias also join our discord if you want to be part of our growing community join our discord we just have random stuff there and you can interact with us and all that stuff you can recommend us any uh any movies or tv shows you would like us to talk about on the show for future episodes and also of course my brain just had a brain fart, so I just don't remember what I was about to say. Um, oh yeah, we now I remember. Thank for <laughs> yeah, our that's what. Theme song. <laughs> that's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna say. Of course, we're always gonna say it. Uh, thanks for our good buddy Garuda to making the theme song for this show. Go check him out on his Spotify in the description below as well. So, and that's all I gotta say. Any last words from our uh, from you guys from Will and Robin? Any last words before we end the show?
1: Um. Yeah.
3: Fuck. No, yeah. I, I, I don't have any. <laughs> buy
1: the merch. Yeah, buy the merch. We've got merch. Uh, <laughs> it's it's coming out. Um, it's gonna be a Robin bobblehead, and uh, it's gonna have a, a pull string cord for saying some of his famous sayings, like <laughs> "I like mayonnaise," and the laughs included. <laughs> i like mayonnaise is a robin machuca quote um yeah coming also, also, soon uh, uh brussels sprouts yes no that's just it. It's it you pull the string and it goes brussels sprouts oh so that's just an example <laughs>
0: uh what about you robin any last words brussels
2: sprouts i like brussels sprouts yeah, Edgar.
0: Uh, with that, ladies and gentlemen, Brussels sprouts. Thank you all for watching. Thank you all. We love you. And. Bye bye. Bye bye bye. Bye bye bye. Bye bye. Brussels sprouts. What are
2: Brussels sprouts? What are Brussels sprouts? <laughs>